and welcome to another episode of Three Guys and the Mouse. Josh here, doing another solo episode to give you a couple updates on the movies, Disney's 100 Years of Wonder Pops, and some Disneyland's coming and going. So here we go. Beginning with the studios, Marvel Studios' Black Panther Wakanda Forever will be streaming on Disney Plus starting February 1st. This is good news if you're one of the few, like me, who missed it in theaters because you didn't want to go out and actually watch anything. But now we can enjoy it from our couch. I know, this is what my iPad was made for. I'm excited because a lot of people told me that even though it starts off really sad, this is actually a really good movie. I just, unfortunately, like I said, I didn't really care to go see it, had nothing to do with the movie, it was more just I was being lazy and I just didn't feel like doing it. Avatar The Way of Water continues to perform well and just crossed a billion dollars internationally, bringing its worldwide total to 1.482 billion dollars. This is huge news because of course like I said last week, there were a lot of reports that they were actually going to top out at 1.6, and it looks like they're going to go past that. I still think 2 billion seems unlikely, because, you know, of course, movies don't make as much the longer they go, but it is cool because this movie has just surpassed last year's top earner, Top Gun Maverick, and because it came out in December, it means that this is now 2022's number one movie. The only silver lining I really see, and it's why I think it might get close to 2 billion, like I do think 1.9 does seem possible. It's just, I, I don't think there's enough movies coming out early this year that really give it a threat until February 17th when Marvel Studios' Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes out. Though maybe early February will be different when 80 for Brady comes out, right? But like I had said last week, there's a rumor that it has to hit $2 billion to even start being profitable, so I just don't see that really happening for this one. And it's not the actual movie that's the problem. It's other factors. It comes back to the same thing that I keep saying, which is the people who see it love it and they adore it. But then that's it. It's the few that I know. And it does come down to like, as good of a movie as it is, three and a half hours is a long time to sit through a movie. I know I'm not taking my two kids into a movie theater assuming they're going to sit through something like that. Especially when it's a bunch of blue people. I just don't see them doing it. And that really creates that issue. And I know for me, this one kind of feels more like there's a good chance I'm just waiting for it to hit Disney+. And... Also, I'd like to mention that Avatar 1 did hit over $2 billion, but it sat in theaters for over a year, and I do not think Disney will allow that. Fox was fine with it, but Disney is not the kind of company that's going to let a movie just sit there in theaters for months and months just to hit a number. I mean, it was a struggle to get them to allow Avengers Endgame to come back out just so that it could take the top spot.
In Disney merch news, some new Funko Pops have been announced. There's a set of these poster sets that come with like a small version of the theatrical poster with characters like Snow White with some forest critters, Pinocchio, Sorcerer Mickey with a dancing broom for Fantasia, and there's an Oswald the Lucky Rabbit playing like a little guitar or banjo. I think these are super cool. I especially love the subtlety of the Snow White one as she is in the pose that's on the theatrical poster and she's even in the subdued colors of that poster. We also got a shot of a Hot Topic exclusive, which is a Mickey where he's half black and white and half color. There's a Target exclusive one coming that's goofy in black and white. However, I noticed that he looks kind of like uh, he's supposed to be original Goofy. I don't know if this is a Dippy Dog reference because hardcore Disney fans should know that is the original incarnation of Goofy. Uh, I'm not sure if this is just, you know, supposed to be him when he becomes Goofy because like Dippy Dog is like an older looking character. But I do love just the fact that we're going real back to the original versions of these characters. And they also have one of these soda pop cans. Uh, I like these. I actually like to collect these because they're like small versions of pops, so they don't take as much room. But uh, they have an Oswald the Lucky Rabbit of that. Now, what I find intriguing and probably the most exciting for all Disney fans is that there is now a Walt Disney with a drawing of Steamboat Willie Pop coming. Before this, the only Walt Disney pop you could get was inside of the Disneyland 65th anniversary package, which came with the castle. I actually have this. He's holding like a little Mickey Mouse doll, but it looks like this one's going to be black and white and kind of looks like he's supposed to be like a younger Walt Disney. But I love the idea that this one looks like it's just going to be a normal pop. So it's going to be a wide open collection and I love the idea that we're not going to have to go online and purchase these for a ton because getting that Walt Disney pop with the castle, I know for myself, I went online, got to sit through the Disney store site crashing constantly, and I did not secure one. I almost did, but it crashed on me before I could buy it. And I was super annoyed because these were like $30 on the website and I had to wait uh, basically a couple months for it to hit eBay where there were enough of them on eBay that the price got driven down. So I ended up paying, I still paid more than I feel like I probably should have because I paid $70 for this Pop Funko set, but it is my prized possession. So I guess it also works out. But I just saw online that uh, eBay actually has the same Pop Funko set that I have, now it's over $200. So I guess it's just a an investment for the future, right? Of something I never plan to sell. But again, I really love the idea of having a Walt Disney Pop just out there, just as an open collection, so we're not having to kill each other to get these things, you know? I also saw that the Walt Disney's Disneyland uh, show merch that they showed off for Tokyo Disneyland that arrived over there, it actually just showed up at Walt Disney World. And this is good news because of course this means that eventually it's gonna come down to us on the West Coast if it hasn't already. I'm excited, I'm starting to sign up for overtime and I'm gonna be saving up my money because I'm definitely gonna be buying these. 
Now let's get to Disneyland. First, I want to say that we got news that Walt Disney's Adventureland Treehouse is set to open February 11th. The treehouse previously was Tarzan's treehouse, but it closed abruptly in September 2021 after one of the planks on the drawbridge broke. No one was hurt, but you know, it was a cause for alarm, so they closed it and it went through a long refurb. And we were constantly rumoring about what was happening. There were rumors it was going to go away completely when the entrance tree was taken out and that drawbridge was taken away. Of course, one thing is it did alleviate kind of a bottleneck right there. But then there were a lot of rumors of what was going to happen because once that left, a lot of people were like, well, it's not coming back as Tarzan's treehouse. I know the rumor I was excited for because it was a movie that me and my kids actually really enjoyed in 2020 was Encanto. And I kept thinking to myself, realistically, this treehouse was already being used by a Disney animated film with a great soundtrack that my grandma loved to death, by the way. She was always playing it in the car, always had it on. But I thought to myself, why not do the same thing? It's a great promotional tool and it ties everything in, right? Going back to the synergy from Michael Eisner. But when they announced that it was not going to come as Encanto and it was actually going to be renamed Walt Disney's Adventureland Treehouse, I actually really enjoyed this announcement because you're stepping away from using IP just to have a tie-in that will bring people in. And of course, this brings Walt Disney back into Disneyland. I am always going to be a fan for ensuring his legacy stays intact. While the parks are not a museum, I do think it's important to remember who the namesake of the park and company was and is. They did the same thing to the Tiki Room a long time ago, of course longer now than I remember because I've always known it as Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. But that was another thing that they did to keep his legacy inside there. It's kind of like how the partner statue is so iconic to the parks now, but we don't remember for people my age that that was not there the whole time. There used to be just a little garden right there. I don't know that. I don't remember them putting that in that statue, but to me, I wouldn't think of a Disney park any other way than a Walt Disney statue being there. And of course, like I mentioned earlier, this does get rid of that bottleneck that we had at the little entrance trees. So I do ultimately like that we don't have that. I miss going up that thing, but you know, it, it is what it is. We're going to have a different entrance now, but it's good to see that the treehouse is staying intact. And of course, the little man of Disneyland with the tie-in golden uh, books looks like he will be staying forever. At Downtown Disney, the Wonderground Gallery is expected to close and move over to the old ESPN building. This is good as they have not been using the ESPN building since they had the Mickey Mouse pop-up photo museum thing in there. And realistically, it's a huge piece of real estate that's just sitting dormant and being used as an ad for Disney+. And it's so odd to see a building that big just as a big billboard. Now, this is expected to be temporary because, of course, Downtown Disney is continuing its transformation as they already demolished that theater across the way and they're going to be building some uh, shop area right there. But I do wonder if this building will eventually go away or what their plan is with it. Because, of course, across the way, you've got the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Outpost, which took over the Rainforest Cafe 
And there was a lot of rumors they were going to demolish that building, but I thought it was actually a very smart thing to do when they closed it and reopened it as, no, it's going to be Star Wars, because it already kind of looked Star Warsy, like Yavin 4, uh, if you want to get real nerdy with me. But I think it was a good idea to use the real estate you've got. Of course, that one also still has a rumor that it's eventually going to go away because it looks like they're going for a more of a like a modern-esque look. Uh, everything is kind of changing in downtown Disney. I know this happens at malls a lot, but it is kind of odd because, of course, like you've got something like the Jazz Kitchen is being uh, changed over because it looks like it was it looks like it, it could have been in Disneyland in New York, New Orleans Square. And yet they're changing it now. And it just kind of looks odd because it looks so modern and sleek. To me, it just does not scream anything interesting to me. But, you know, that's their decision, not mine. But a part of this is also that the Disney Home Store is actually going to be closing down temporarily and expanding over into the old uh, part of the building that was the Wonderground Gallery. Now, I'm excited for that because, of course, I do love going into the Disney Home Store, uh, but I hate how small and cramped it is. Like, there's tons of breakable items in there, and I'm having to watch two children run around, but it's also kind of shoulder-to-shoulder in the store, so it's, like, pushing even further that they could knock something over, and then I'm always worried, and they're always grabbing things that I'm like, please put that down. Maybe this will bring some more home merch also to fill that place in which I'm always going to be for. So I'm excitedly waiting for that. And I want to report that the Disney Parks blog has confirmed something that I talked about last week that was rumored. Last week I stated that we would see Baby Yoda or Grogu in the New World of Color 1. And at the Rockin' New Year's Eve uh, event, they were showing a preview, but we found out online, because I was asleep, that they kind of only showed that uh, Star Wars is going to be in there. They showed Han and Chewie inside the Millennium Falcon uh, hitting it to hyperspace and jumping through, which, you know, I love the idea of using the original trilogy anyway, so I'm fine with that. But today on the Disney Parks blog on Instagram, their page, they posted shots of Mirabelle from Encanto, Hector and Miguel from Coco, Rogu from uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian, uh, show on Disney Plus, and what was crazy was they showed the portal scene from Avengers Endgame. That was so exciting. Like, this was a confirmation, but it was also a big reveal to me because I saw the portal scene and I didn't even know about that coming in, and I just got so excited about the idea of seeing that displayed on the waterfront like that. I'm super excited to see how it looks on the water screens live. And I just have a feeling it's going to be one of those moments, too, like just hearing the Avengers assemble, like you're going to feel your goosebumps growing. And I, I'm just too excited for it, if you can't tell. But there's only one thing, of course, is that I was going to watch this anyway. I love World of Color no matter what. So I was going to be game for this no matter what. However, I'm still sitting here just like, you know, what would be also great. It's a nighttime parade. Like, maybe bring back Paint the Night. That would always make my day. I don't think they're ever going to bring that parade back, which is unfortunate, but I'm going to be patiently waiting forever to see if they ever do 
All right, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening. I do want to tell you, I have been looking at the streaming numbers, and I am excited to tell you we are on the way back up. We've got like 10 new subscribers. Thank you guys for listening. Review us, follow us, subscribe, do all that stuff. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to give it over to my two kids since they've been sitting quietly. Ellie? And Julian? Bye-bye! Alright guys, see ya. Ka-chow. Beginning with the studios, Marvo's... Ah, Marvo.